Hey guys and gals, thanks for coming to our show. Here's some things we want you to know. A new service coming to Meltdown Comics, Moped Hero. $5 comic book delivery in Los Angeles, serving Hollywood, WeHo, Bev Hills, Echo Park, Silver Lake, Midtown, and Downtown. A proud partner with Meltdown Comics. What it is, is basically what it sounds like. A dude on a moped going about Los Angeles delivering you your comics. Forget Amazon. Take up Moped Hero. Sign up at www.mopedhero.com or call 425-736-6476 and get those comics delivered via moped. The 13th Continuum Book Signing and Launch Party, 420, 7 p.m., Come celebrate the release of the 13th Continuum. There will be yummy treats, exclusive giveaways, special guests, and a book signing with author Jennifer Brody. Join us for this special event at the iconic Meltdown Comics. 1,000 years after a cataclysmic event leaves humanity on the brink of extinction, the descendants of the chosen survivors take refuge in 13 contingency shelters buried deep underground at the bottom of the ocean and in the far reaches of outer space. Myra must escape the tyrannical forces that rule their colonies, journey through the black depths of the ocean and across the cold void of space to find each other on the surface that their ancestors once called home. Attention, Meltcasters! Mention Meltcast inside Meltdown Comics and any variant cover is reduced to $5. Follow through with this exclusive deal today. Welcome well, to Melcast 3.0. Hey, Eddie. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Hey, Derek. I'm well hydrated. Is this your water? Uh, that is my water. Where'd mine go? Oh, I, I finished know. it. Yep. <laughs> I was intent well to bring water up so that I can, like, wet my whistle during the podcast, and then I just drink it all right before. That's, That's where terrible. being prepared, just like, kind of, I'm prepared in a way, but not really. Uh, the worst is when you drink a lot of water before a road trip and you're like, oh, I gotta pee, but I can't I, for sure. You know, I just took Dude. my dog to the dog park the other day and it, was, it drove me nuts. I was like, there's no fucking restrooms around here. No, they I just expected to like shit in the ground with the dogs. They, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just one Do you giant. shit in public restrooms? Yeah. If I have I to. I can't do it like at, uh, I know. Like, people, uh, yeah. park restrooms, like restrooms <laughs> yeah, at the beach one. are the worst. Yes. Oh Yeah. With the metal, They're like gross seat. as fuck, uh, yep. dangerous, and uh, like restrooms that like have no door on the stall. I think, yeah, yeah. those are that's just awkward. I I I've almost gone, I've so gone to long. bars where like people are just like taking a shit in there, and I'm like, oh, you're just going <laughs> okay. There's a there's the veggie grill uh, on um, on Sunset. Um, Which in, one in is there? Two. The reason that I'm bringing that up, <laughs> okay. um, the one on uh, uh, Sunset and Crescent Heights in, in the, the mall, plaza? Yeah. and the door is like a, like a, 
uh, opaque red, but still see-through, see human oh, form yes. of like somebody there's sitting on toilet because there's well, no divider. Wait, wait for the toilet stall? Yeah. Oh, I don't think I've at least in the men's. That. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, didn't go well, poking yeah. around the girls. There, and someone's like trying to look in to see if this. It's like yeah. look down, and if you see feet, then don't yeah. look in. That's. But I. I just remember I was like see something I was, you don't want to see. I was sitting on the toilet, and it was like it was somebody was like peering in, just sort of like <laughs> trying to see if I was in there. Oh, what's going and on? I was in like, there? um, let's not make this any more awkward, please. <laughs> I also keep a habit of like whenever what did you have? whenever I need to go to the bathroom, I just throw. Even if it's immaculate or just disgusting, I throw like the toilet seat made out of toilet paper. Or mm-hmm. if they like sometimes yeah. provide that, yeah. you know, just throw it down. Even if it's like clean, this is a habit. So, and now I, I feel free. I never do. Now I feel like I have a suit of armor. I never do. Uh, uh, my one ply or two ply armor when I sit down. My girlfriend's told me of uh, times that she's gone into the restroom that sh- she'll see like uh, footprints on the seat. Mm. Uh, squatting, yeah, because I guess a lot of girls just like squat over the squat seat. Over yeah. the seat. Okay, that sounds way more complicated than anything you could catch or just sort of yeah. like feel and, and on dangerous. your derriere. Also, yeah. that seems like are you are you aiming? Yeah, you go from like I have okay aim to yeah, <laughs> just throw up a prayer. Just have either of you tried the squatty potty? I really no, want to try. That. Uh, Dave Clock has one. I think his girlfriend okay. has one. Nice. Wait, what? It's you. You gotta look up the the commercial on YouTube. It's, cause it's, it's silly, and I thought it was a joke at first, but, but it's no. an actual thing. It's apparently it's, supposed to uh, help your poop come out smoother. Oh yeah. right, because we were naturally designed to, to actually like do it down. that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I feel we, like it'd be a great workout. Wow, this this we jumped the, right into the restroom stuff. Yes, yeah, man, this right. it's because we, we we lower the bar as low <laughs> as possible, and then it can only get better. As what are episode. your top ten favorite restrooms? Go, uh, top ten favorite restrooms. There is a restroom. Um, Rate your restrooms in this building. Any? Oh, oh this, yeah, in this building is <laughs> secret what, restroom. The three, secret the three, secret, secret restroom, secret restroom. There's four. There's yeah, there is four if you count secret restroom. Uh, the green room, the alleyway, <laughs> the alley, yeah, the alley restroom. Also, and then anytime the there's theater restroom, I guess a restroom has those the Dyson hand blade dryers. Yeah, that's automatically one of my favorite restrooms because those it's are so, so efficient. Cool. It's uh, so efficient, and you so know good. what's the worst? Uh, going into a restroom that has a, a light timer. And you not oh. knowing about it. And you're just yeah. waving your hands like an idiot, like, hi, I'm still here. Yeah. I don't know how you detected me when I walked into this room. Um, but no, I would think uh, you... It's one of those, like, twisty knobs that, like, oh, that, it just like, it oh, tick, down. Tick, 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 tick. Yeah, suck. I was in one of those ones, and then it turned off, and I scram like a bitch. <laughs> so I was like, ah! And I was like... I there's a I was the only one there and then noises started happening, <laughs> and then I had to, like, my phone was dead, so I couldn't, like, turn on the light... There, there was a particular the um, worst. funny exchange that I had where when I was on the toilet once and I had one of the like um, motion activated ones, oh. you would think that they'd be able to see you when you're on the toilet, this motion detection thing, since that's kind of where everyone's common goal yeah. of that room is. But I stood there, I waved my arms, I was just trying to get it to notice me, um, doing a, like, dance, <laughs> apart from, like, getting up off the toilet. <laughs> and then when I gave up and just sort of, like, leaned my face against the wall, it turned on. <laughs> I was just, like, in the stall, just, like, <sighs> leaning to my left side, and it's, like, now it detected me. Don't know where or why, but it's just, like, mm, I maybe smell defeat. Maybe it didn't detect you. Yeah. 
It was just like, <laughs> fucking Maybe idiot. Detected something else that was in there with It's just an AI motion sense. It's like, wow, this is my only purpose. I'm going to have some fun. <laughs> uh, speaking of motion detection, have you been to the rain room at LACMA? No. You're talking about LACMA, which is the Los uh, Angeles City. What's the acronym for? Los Angeles County Museum of Art. There you go. I knew, I knew. I could be wrong. Some locals could it's, do it's it. It's always that kind of mix of words, though. I thought it was that the Los is, Angeles Museum of Contemporary Art. That's uh, Los Angeles Museum of Contemporary Art. That's Lamca. Lamca. I love that pause that was just had. Just or then. is it the Los Angeles Contemporary Museum of Art? <laughs> anyway, the Lightroom. No, I have not gone. Isn't uh, that what Mocha is though? Museum of Contemporary Art. Mm. There you go. God we are it. bad with acronyms. Uh, yeah, let's just like. What does Shield stand for? Strategic uh, Homeland of Intelligence and Eating Liberian it's always Diet. Ed. Shit. Is strategic what, is diet. what does IBS stand for, guys? Irritable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you know that one, but you don't know any of the Because some of them are fun, okay, Eddie? <laughs> okay. Um, uh, but have you gone to the rain room? No. I've been wanting to go. Every time I, I want to go, though, it's like sold out. The so. rain room, which um, is is a motion sense of where you are, and it makes you rain. Yeah. It makes it rain everywhere around you, yeah. but where you exist. Um, and not although, make it rain in terms of money. Uh, I've heard... Uh, that the sensor has trouble picking up uh, darker colors. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. Because it's, it's you know it's a sensor like it's a, isn't just, that like connect? But like everyone's like eh. it's just it's just it's really funny because uh, I was watching like a stand-up comedian do a, a bit about it where she was like I think I think this art's racist guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's just She's like, like I don't, oh because <laughs> the the consequences is like oh you're not detected. Here's yeah. the downpour. Yeah, here's rain. Here's <laughs> oh, good, good. Oh, I want to go visit it though. I want to go wear my brightest white T-shirt and go check it out. Definitely one of the things to do. Um, so we um, have talked about potty humor already. Yes. What? Feel... Go no. What nerdy news do we have? Well, I was gonna say I feel like I. Feel like I could be wrong. This is a good segue into yes. that Ghostbusters trailer. Yeah. Speaking of humor, Speaking humor, of- and I'm assuming there's going to be some potty humor. Oh, there already was some, like two a puke little- takes. Yeah, two puke takes in mm. the trailer. Um, I liked it. I enjoyed the trailer. Uh, I wasn't wowed by it, mm. but I wasn't like underwhelmed by it if that makes sense like i was mm-hmm. I, I saw it and i was like oh that's good like i'll watch that like that, that looks like something I'd, I'd like um the visuals in it look really good yeah uh like really good uh if that's where most of their budget went then fantastic um i saw that they had like new uh Gadgets. forms to to deal with the ghosts so that was really cool like those like pistols mm-hmm um, and the cage. Yeah, and she had like a, a the um, bear trap looking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that was awesome. Keep McKinnon's character, which the inter- which the internet has blown like, up all over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was. They're cool. really in love with her. Yeah, I mean, Kate McKinnon's super She's funny. Great. She was her poster like, was my favorite poster cool. when they released the posters because her proton pack had the little heart on it, and I was like, I'm about that. Um, I noticed. Yeah, she she looks like the laid back fun. Yeah, her her and her hair reminds me of uh, Egon's hair. For, the animated hmm. series, like yeah, blonde and like that. Definitely, they they uh, I that that's the thing is 
they are sticking to the analog of the four characters. Yes, um, which uh, I believe is fine. It's it's important. It's like with the mm. Star Wars movie that just happened when when you're trying to reintroduce people into into something that's been kind of away for a while. Mm-hmm. Not that Star Wars was completely away or anything, but it's never it, away. It's, it's in our hearts. It, yes, but it's important to to kind of ease everybody back into things. Yeah, it's it's like when you when you see it has to be new but familiar. Yeah, it's like when you when you catch up with an old friend. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. How you been? What do you What do you been up to? That's a great remember, analogy. Remember that thing that we did that one time in high school when we blacked out drunk and and <laughs> swore we would never tell anybody about. The problem is you um, can't keep making that joke every time you see them because then you're just gonna be stuck in a loop. No, but that's <laughs> that's why after yeah, that feedback. it's. I mean, you tell them about some of the new things you've been up to, and then from there on, if you keep catching up, then you come up with new adventures. And that's for the sequels to take care of. Mm. I feel like you just gave dating advice to the studios. <laughs> There's a there's a there's a pause there. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but it was a uh, uh, it looked good. Um, the cast uh, who've all worked together in the past. Uh, I mean, they they look like the they, director. Yeah, they, uh, I mean, they, for bridesmaids, they their chemistry looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from uh, the the few instances we saw them interacting with each other. Um, it looked fun. <laughs> it, when I when you uh, I think some of the VFX look good and and the aesthetic. I think yeah. the aesthetic looks sharp. But I something about the ghosts. I don't know if it's just because I liked how truly realistic the ghosts look mm. and not like a scary cartoon. Yeah, I think that's why I really like the ghosts of. Uh, of the originals yeah. was how real the ghosts actually looked because mm-hmm. almost every other ghost story I can think of, there's some like these, weird these I feel just filter like, they um, add or, like or a, something like that. These just had like this weird brighter glow. I feel like to uh, the mm-hmm. eyes and yeah, it, it just felt like it was more obviously it was yeah. digital versus like a, a trick of like a actual filter on a Back. on a human performance i don't know I, I liked it it looked really good the 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 other ghost i feel like uh what you meant almost like a, have you been to disneyland you've been to disneyland. yeah um like how the ghosts look in haunted exactly Mansion. yeah yeah um where was, they look they look more uh, uh there's less of a glow to them and more like a, a cadaver there yeah um for these it, there was like uh clearly like animated hue to them yeah hmm. um, there was a there was a cool like uncle sam looking one on stilts I like the oh, first yeah. ghost that they showed the one that the big spit blue. Up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 she uh, she looked fantastic. I, I thought that mm-hmm. as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" Like, and there I'm, was I'm cool, all in. Like, there was the cool shot of all of yeah, all of them. Yeah, like staring at them. And yeah. there's that moment where you get uh, Slimer, and then I couldn't help but think, like, is it like a full CGI Slimer? Did they have like maybe something practical there? No, Should I'm I sure. Care? I'm sure. I'm sure all of these are. I mean. Yeah, I think they are all VFX. Yeah. Which well, that's you could watch Crimson Peak, bringing in Crimson Peak. Yeah, uh, and think the same thing, but no, They're those practical. are people. Yep, with <laughs> people. Slight, slightly enhanced by CGI. Yeah. yeah, only slightly. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the things that I was like, oh, I mean, there's I tons of VFX that that happen that are just completely in this one. Generated. Um, I feel like there is a, uh, or like in the in the original one, there was. Uh, you really didn't have a whole lot of ghosts that you were dealing with. Like they dealt with a ghost here, right. the ghost there. They yeah. had like the montage with some of the ghosts they dealt with. But yeah. here it was like, look at all these fucking ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many fucking ghosts. Yeah. Like in number two, there was a shit ton of ghosts yeah, that were kind of everywhere. There were. 
Um, and I think that's more what they're leaning towards, uh, which is great. Uh, like I, I, technology has come to a certain point where they're. Uh, I feel like they they can be like, hey, let's put way more ghosts in this. Like, yeah, I think I think too. It's the the first trailer because we talked about it like when 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 we look at the various trailers of yeah. like how do you cut it, what do you release, what do you show. What I think is interesting when we we talked previously about Batman versus Superman, mm. they set up the conflict yeah. and Superman's point of view first in the first trailer. Yeah. The second trailer, they go, Wonder Woman's going to be in this, as is Doomsday. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay. Then the third is, you guys remember how badass Batman is? Which is great, because then they... Yeah. We already knew that, kind of, but then we were like, oh my god, that yeah. was really badass. So that was like, I thought, some thought into the trailers. You can argue they showed too much or too little. Yeah. Um, this, but um, this one's definitely, here's the aesthetic. Yeah. Here's the cast. Um, we want you to remember that you liked the first. Um, it was definitely treated far more serious than I th- I was anticipating. Yes. But that's because <laughs> I think the joke and the the fun ones can come yeah. after. No, of course. There's a very and, sentimental piano that plays at the yeah. beginning, yeah. which is almost and then like it goes into, Jurassic it goes, World. piano. It goes piano. into like that, that almost like a techno remix of, of the original yeah, song. Yeah, techno like... Uh, um, which I was fine with. It actually EDM. sounds... Yeah, it, it, it sounds good. Sounds good. It was a good... Uh, it's a very great modernized version of it. Yeah. Um, the, it, it was a good trailer. Mm-hmm. I... I haven't seen anybody really complain about it. Mm-hmm. All I've seen is people going like, "Oh, okay." Like I'm less worried. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not as uh, pensive and, and hesitant on 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 this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So. Dope. Cool. Sounds cool, like cool, a cool. thumbs is there up anything, all around. Uh, is there anything that <laughs> stuck out to you in the trailer, Aristotle? Um, like a scene that you were like, "Fuck." I know every the scene oh. that I saw everyone really liking is the one where she like licked the Licks guns. The, yeah. yeah, which I saw people saying yeah. that, and then I watched the trailer. I was like, "How did that happen so quickly?" I would not have picked <laughs> up on that. Yeah, I I saw that for some reason, and then all the other like, "Oh, did you see this ghost?" or "Did you see that?" I, was, I missed yeah. that, but it was like a, a, uh, a shot of just her like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh, wh- I'm probably oh. gonna go watch like a, a breakdown of the trailer later." I've wa- I watched it like four times. Um, no, like each time I was like, "Oh, it's good." Like. Mm. It it just looks very good. Like I yeah. I have nothing to complain. I I've had nothing to complain about with this. I just I, and it's a it's except a, so, at the like initial idea of rebooting it. I was like, do we need more reboots? And then yeah. it slowly more information started coming out. Yeah, it looks better and better. And um, better. for the next trailer, I do want to see some like more of like interactions between them and comedy. Maybe a little bit of the story. Yeah, as far like, as I can see here is like the. Like, well, they they kind of mentioned what is going on a little they, bit. Like, that, someone's built a machine. That was the other that, thing. That was what I that is amplifying I, the the ghosts. I mean, wait and see. But it's, how does how does that work? How do you make a machine that amplifies paranormal activity? How the same make, way you make a machine, machine that, captures that, that captures them. Exactly. Yeah. That's where I, I thought that to myself. <laughs> the, like, well, this is a movie about catching ghosts. Yeah. The, the core I, essentials of the movie were still there. <laughs> Uh, the the science versus metaphysical. Mm-hmm. I was going to say religion, but it's not that. Well, because that's that's what confuses me is that, that this but... this is more sciency, and that the the conflict is coming from a device that somebody made. Whereas the first two are like these things are happening naturally. 
these things are coming back. The yeah. first one is yeah. uh, Vigo? Virgo? The, the, the second, second one. Yeah. That's the second one? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, what was the first one? Fuck. Zool. Zool. Okay. And her pet dogs. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, I uh, was never a huge fan, if you could tell. I like them. I, I just, yeah, I mean, I, I like them a lot, too. I know that Bill Murray is supposed to show up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting because there was like some rumor that he could be the villain. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Way. It'd be interesting. That'd but be interesting because I, it, 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 the whole maybe he's not like they're like in the limelight anymore. Yeah. So they're trying to like recapture that or him being the swindler that he was. Yeah, that would be a. a I I would much. Pre- I just much rather. Yeah. That would make me be like, okay, I don't think you're honoring the originals. No, when no, you make yeah. a choice like that. Mm-hmm. So if he was more like a Space Jam appearance <laughs> yeah. and help them out at a key point, that'd be great. But then I feel like I that, that would probably piss off that was my favorite part the, of Space new, Jam. the new audience that they're trying to bring of, like, yeah. look how cool these characters are. And it's like, yeah. oh, well, one of the original guys needs to come in and, like, save the day. So I, yeah. I hope that I'm, – I'm sure whatever they figured out could work very easily and – I doubt that there's anyone that's like, don't put Bill Murray in this. It's like, come on, we have a sale. Bill Murray can do whatever you want. Yeah. Bill Murray, <laughs> Murray Monday, come uh, in on Mondays, and if you're a fan of Bill Murray, which why wouldn't you be? You get twenty percent off. But that also, is a sale that we have here at Meltdown Comics. It's a good sale. Yep. Uh, another reboot that just kind of just it just came up now. Space Jam. Yeah, another oh, Space Jam, right? Uh, they, they announced it a while back. They were doing it with uh, who was it? One of the best. Is it LeBron? Players? I don't know. I so. Isn't it LeBron? I, I want to say it's LeBron. Always falling in MJ's footsteps. <laughs> <laughs> Talking like I know sports. <laughs> Rarely watch basketball. Just an MJ fan. But my favorite moment of Space Jam was when the, his little monsters turned into the the monsters. The, the monsters. The monsters. Yeah. Uh, I was showing Kelly, who is learning how to uh, code and make websites. Oh, nice. Uh, I showed her that the... Space Kelly, who's been on the show before. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, who uh, uh, is a Reiki healer. Uh, she oh, just yeah. learned how to heal people's chakras. and uh, Say that again? Chakras. Sounds like an ingredient when he says it. Do it again? <laughs> One more time. Well, you know when you, when you make a taco and you Please? put some chakra in it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> but go on. Just, just a little bit of chakra. Too much chakra <laughs> can overwhelm the taste buds. Do you want to hear my white uh, pronunciation of how I do that? Yeah. Can you, say, can you say ochata? Ochata? <laughs> cool. Is close it good? Enough. Yeah. It's close enough? Okay, here, here we go. Chakras. <laughs> Chakras. You ready for NPR? Yeah. yeah. Chakras. There's <laughs> seven, possibly eight chakras. <laughs> But you were telling Kelly. Oh, I was showing her the uh, Space Jam website that's still up and active. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Do you remember for anyone that's like, Holy shit, I want to see. Yeah. What's it called? It's just, it just, I just Google it. Just Space Jam. It'll come up. Website. It's like the first like thing. But I, like, uh, this is a movie being made. I uh, showed it there and I was like, Once you can make something like this, then I'll know you're good at it. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the simplest form of like. There you go. This is all you need. Any type of web design. The most basic coding ever. Yeah. Um, so that's the nerdy news. Um, basically, for the shop news that we have, we have a signing for Mr. Daniel Klaus's new book, 
Patience, which last week we had pre-orders for, and Mr. Francisco wanted me to tell you that they're for sale now. When does it No longer for pre-order. They're for sale. Come in. You can get it uh, March 18th. When is he signing? March 18th. March 18th. Okay. Which is the day before Aristotle. The zine mail. But also, I just want to add a note onto that, Mm -hmm. is according to Francisco, you come to the signing March 18th, you're buying the book... Before its street release date. Bup, 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 Which is why Meltdown is pretty okay. We Exclusivo. Should, we should read the book and talk about it. Yeah, um, I really want to. We should. Well, yeah, we will read next, it next because week. we have loads of copies of them here. We'll get a, get it get it read for you. And then uh, those of you that uh, didn't get a chance to we'll come you, in we'll because you're you know how it is. from and way far away, get it we'll uh, talk about it a little bit with not too much spoilers. Um, and let you guys know how it is. Chances we, are it's pretty great. Yeah, I mean, it's Mr. Daniel Klaus himself. Um, another thing that we have going on here uh, with a very featured artist that's been in our store, uh, we have a variant and signed raffle going on right now, and the current issue is We Stand on Guard, issue number one, signed by Brian K. Vaughn, and the artist is, uh, who is it? Oh, God, I just I went up. What's his name? Neither of you? The artist on We Stand on Guard? It's not Raphael. <laughs> no. It's uh it's a name. I'm doing great. It's a name? I'm doing great. I remember it being Brian Kavon did Saga, which is amazing. Uh why the last to but also the last man, We Stand on Guard book. is uh, is amazing. We have uh, um quite a few people who have put their name in for the raffle, but I think uh uh there's still plenty of chances to win because we're going to draw still in a, another week. Um and it's one dollar to buy in for that when you come into you the like store. Canada? If you like Future Wars, uh, it's the same guy that, that did that the original uh, Matrix concept art. Yeah, there you go. So that guy, look up that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. Thank you, Eddie. Mm-hmm. I'm doing great. Um, and then tell us a little bit about Zine Melt. Zine Melt is March 19th, mm-hmm. the day after Mr. Klaus's signing. Mm-hmm. So uh, got a lot of great artists coming in. You can follow at Zine Melt to get snake peeks of all them artists, which you've been releasing quite a few. Yes, yeah. every day. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to wait. What's the date today? Shit, I don't know. Today, it's, it's like in the, like two today weeks. Today is the third. So yeah, it'll be about yeah. two weeks. Two weeks to the. We have a lot of people downstairs selling their mm-hmm. zines, selling their buttons, pins, books, comics, what have you. It's whatever for they make. all those uh, uh, Los Angelinos that love. Did I say it? Okay, yep. Los Angeles. Great, thank you. Uh, that love to support local artists. Come on in, and it is March nineteenth. Free to attend. Yep. You just gotta buy some books. Speaking of books, let's talk about the books that we read this week. I feel like a number of we're, we have a lot of shared titles right now. Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I I I read the, all, all the, the books that you picked this with. for sure. <laughs> uh, who's gonna start? Uh, I I want to talk about Great, Black Eddie. Widow really quick. Well. Say it again. Really quick. Okay. Uh, Black Widow because it was a quick read. Yeah, it was a very quick read, but it was very intense. There was a lot of action going on. Aristotle and I both read so it. Much uh, it took me maybe like three or four minutes to get through it. Um, this is Black Widow number one by... Yeah, Mark Wade and... Uh, I can't remember his name. Jesus. 
Hey, what happened to uh, We Were Bad With Names? What happened to our soundboard? We are bad with names. There it is. Chris Samney and Mark Wade. Chris and Samney and Chris Mark Wade, who you will know from the uh, their previous run on Daredevil, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not such a fan of the current run, but the last run was fucking amazing. Um, and now they're doing Black Widow, and I was really excited. That's one of the reasons that I that I picked it up was because they were doing Black Widow, and the last team that did Black Widow was Phil Noto, um, or Phil Noto did most of it, and it, that was really good. Uh, it was more that was more of a story of her trying to um, absolve herself of her uh, feelings of, of guilt for all the, all she had done as as a spy, and it was pretty heavily set in Russia, correct? Y- yeah, yeah. Uh, this one. Uh, Right off the bat, she is running through an office, and then it turns out that the office is actually a shield, shield carrier, shield, a shield office. And then you turn the page again, and then she's fighting this guy. And then you turn the page again, and bam, an explosion! It looks like she's bursting out of a building. Surprise! She's bursting out of a shield helicarrier. Yeah, it's just—it was quite the start. It just ramps up. Yeah, so good. Uh, she's apparently stolen something. It's not told to us what she's stolen because that would ruin the uh, the, the mystique mm-hmm. of the series. Exactly. Uh, but it's uh, watching her just be such a badass throughout this book is fucking great. She's got little to no dialogue in it. Um, there's little to no dialogue in the entire thing, but it's right. just her actions, uh, which you know what they say, actions speak louder than words, are just fucking. Amazing. It makes you believe that this could be a context somewhere that could... I would love to watch this as a movie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the the more that I feel like they don't force dialogue into mm-hmm. it and they can sustain a story, it's like you really are watching the screenplay, or the, the storyboarding. Yeah, this is, this is very much like the the art of comics. Yes. Uh, it's uh, It was very reminiscent of the scene where Cap escapes from uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. facility in, mm-hmm. in, in Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, but just even more badass than that um because she jumps out of the shield helicarrier and you're like she doesn't have a shoot she yeah. has a jetpack what's she what's she gonna do she was just like i'm gonna bank on the fact that they're still gonna chase me even in the air because yeah, it's, it's shield so expertise. when they come down i'm gonna make one of their jetpacks just go bye-bye so in the I'm few just gonna wing it the few um right the the few amount of writing that there is in it is it doesn't feel forced like it, it's great this it was this was scripted very well um, and the art is top notch. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite books this week. Samney. Great. What'd you uh, think? I really liked it. You are, you are 100% correct in that it's like the most action-y a comic book could possibly be. It's nuts. And I, I read it super quick because that's how it felt like it had to be. Like it was so fast paced. Yeah. Uh, I do have two very nitpicky things that I'm just, you know, I'm just going to complain away. about because I'm it. a nitpicker. Yeah. Uh, okay, she jumps out of the helicarrier. They're chasing her down with jetpacks. There's a, you see her like kind of take down everyone, and then she goes up to this guy. Like he got nowhere to go. She gets in his lap, but then slowly starts putting his jetpack on. Yeah, and then pulls the cable, and then he's got a parachute, but he was still wearing the jetpack. No, he's wearing the jetpack. Yeah, I was trying to figure that out. It was like that. Like did, kinda, she, like, did she slide him out of the jetpack? Like, there was no struggle no there. Yeah, it just, so, I was like, okay, we can ignore that. Yeah. But, just know. That's a suspension of it just, disbelief. Yeah, yeah. It, it, just that, know that, that just I know. It reminded me a lot of, like, a like a James Bond opening, where it was yeah. like. Yeah. Wait, huh? Uh, 
Never mind. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. This, uh, he's just he's James Bond. It's fine. The other thing is that they land in New York. Yeah. New York City. Yeah. Big car chase. New York City. Boom. Next page, they're in the middle of nowhere. There's an explosion <laughs> off of a cliff. And I was like, I don't think there's any cliffs like that in New York City. Yeah. I mean, have you been to New York City? No. But it is a city and not a kind of desert wasteland looking thing that is in the background of this one. I was like, all right. Well, this is... I can just accept that it was probably a really long car chase. But you guys you guys are better versed <laughs> in uh, what happens se- in Secret Wars. Yeah, it's, it's Secret Wars. Uh, did some geography like, uh, you know? That's how I imagine the retcon meetings That's going. That's true. Yeah, why don't we... <laughs> Everyone just makes that voice as they're throwing out ideas of, yeah, come on, right? <laughs> we don't need to show the panel where she oh, slips like, out of the jetpack and then... And then he like she just slips it on and then goes just hits of helium or they just like squeeze south of the border just really really hard or he's just uh, I can imagine them like pitching the story like and then she's fighting people and then she puts his guest chip in <laughs> and then she lands in New York City and then it's kind of a desert but yeah that still said, a good book yes I'm totally still on board do you you, you read it right <laughs> yeah I did yeah. yeah I thought I thought everything that you guys said was on point it was it is a quick read it does instill faith that hey. Given the right like team, we can see a glimpse into what a solo Black Widow movie would yeah. be all um, about. I saw this and I was like, "Oh shit! I want another one." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me the second one now. Yeah, yeah. So I and and with Mark Way, the same guy that wrote one of my favorites, Kingdom Come. <laughs> it's like great. he can he well, can. He's one of my favorites. He's yeah, yeah. Mark Way. The, the titles go on and on and on, but like just to showcase one of my favorites, Kingdom Come is just brilliant. Of of like this high highbrow story, um, and then you have something like this that's like completely action packed. So he can. He can be behind like something where it's like I really want to do something and make a point, or it's like yeah, I want to make people think this character's badass. You know, I'm gonna throw a wrench in that right now. What's what's up? Uh, I may be wrong, but he's writing Avengers now, right, Mark Wade? Yeah, he's writing the, main one of the t- Avengers title. Okay, the ones with uh, the one with uh, Miles Morales. But mm-hmm. yeah. I I agree. I love Kingdom Come. Yes, fucking fantastic. Yes, this is great. Yes. Not on board for Avengers. I started reading that. No. I was like, man, this dialogue is awful. Oof. I'm out of here. Really? <laughs> that's, that's why I stopped reading the Hickman one, because I felt really bored with it. And I was like, where <sighs> oh, are you going? You're Hickman not one. giving me any type of... <laughs> you like, do you like the Hickman? I fucking loved Hickman's run. Oh, yeah. He's just, so good. Bendis' run is still my favorite. Mm. Bendis' run is still, like... Because he had that Avengers book going on and the new Avengers book going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. And reading both of them, you were like, "Fuck, this is awful." That's that's like, exactly why I loved Hickman's because he was doing he was doing the same thing. But yeah, it was but so it was science so fiction theatrical, convoluted. No, it I mean was I understand where great. the payoff was was now going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just I was like, oh man. He yeah. does tend to stretch. It, it that was, was the it biggest. Was a thing. Long, like, his Fantastic Four build, run was was like that too. Man. Where I'm like, yeah. where are you going with this? What are you doing? Was the payoff good? I'm sorry. It's like uh, <laughs> the only way. I can That's why I like his short, like Hickman, st- like, like his short, image like, contained yeah, books. Yeah, where it's like you, six issues, and you're like, you're bringing me a lot of big ideas. That's great because yeah. I know that it's about to end, so I know I'm about to get a payoff. Whereas with those ongoing series, it's like, it's been two years. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just, that's just crazy planning. Do we? Um, <laughs> didn't we know what his um, next book is? His uh, next solo book? Yeah. It is an image book again, I think. Probably. Um, what's the only ongoing 
image book he's got, or he's got he's two, right? He's a Weston. He's got a uh, the other one, Manhattan, Manhattan, Manhattan Project. Project. Yeah, Which Manhattan Project is great. Yeah, those, but those are great. They, those are great, and still present big concepts that he's usually mm-hmm. uh, up to. Mm-hmm. But there's like payoffs here and there. Yeah, I think Manhattan Projects is probably the most digestible. Yeah, in, and in, I think that's because he, he's. I think a lot less constrained to the fact of like, yeah. oh right, I gotta like. Um, there's another. There's the rest of the world that I have yeah. to. Still I think worry he's also. It's, it's also stuff. It's also like he's dealing with presidencies yeah. and like big dissertations, and rather than taking this pop like figure and making them highbrow, he's taking these like large concepts like Oppenheimer and the yeah. Truman presidency and making them fun and making them digestible, yeah. which. I like that method of of Hickman's stuff a, a little more, just because yeah. it is. Like it's Pax like, Romano, oh, this guy knows his stuff, Pax and he Romano's knows how to make really it fun. Good. Did you ever read Pax Romano? Mm-mm. Somewhere the, no. the I church. finally took your advice and read Nightly News. Yeah, that's another thing where it's high concepts, but it's like an essayist, yeah, graphic it's, design. It's, it, you know, and that's the other thing too. Br- he great. does a lot of the design work. Yeah, for sure. Um, which I love, like his, I love his designs, like his, the, the colors he uses, like the, the way he plays with shapes, like it's fantastic. Um, but like in something like that, like he gives you ideas that I feel like now are still very relevant. Yeah. Like even though that book's like from 2004. Oh yeah. Still. And it's like, it's like a 10 year old book and it's still something that you it's read really and you're sad like, of you're, like, oh, this is not ever stopped being no. a problem ever. No, and that's that sees things like that that with him like on his solo titles that I'm like Yeah. That was yes, like at like a time I, I want that. That like, was at a time where like those news broadcasters that he shows, the yeah. old school ones that are like we were all about working hard and like making this a self sustaining thing and then we achieved our goal, but then we realized the self sustaining like element of it is why it won't die and now it's like been corrupted and yeah. and now I feel like a decade later we're at the point where it's like those guys aren't are definitely not around like no, mulling is, about, man, what went wrong? It's like, well, here we are. We've arrived at where it like went south. See, and that's what's I feel like spun out like a lot of. Oh, we're going on like a tangent. Yeah, mm-hmm. classic <laughs> Melcast. Yeah. All right, uh, one idea feeds to another. <laughs> yeah, basically, the moral of the story is read comics and and you find an artist and and writer and just sometimes they pair up and they just have more and more and more and more work that they like, do together. Yes. Now. What'd you rate? Here, here is a uh, book that I was not uh, familiar at all with uh, um, his work, Mr. Peter Milligan, which some people might hear and be like, oh, how do you not know? <laughs> which is essentially what Cliff did when yeah. he's like, my what? God, how did you, Mr. Clifford Scott Broadway, who's been on the show before and is the host of XSN, which I um, am also a host with him on Wednesday mm-hmm. nights where we do a little more flashier version of what we do here of talking about the, the book. So definitely check that out, Shop XSN. He... He informed me a lot about Peter Milligan's work in the 90s and yeah. and the work that he was doing for um, both, uh, I think it was more LGBT uh, mm-hmm. focused, uh, but then he'd also, you know, would have these uh, female protagonists that were, were had some thought put yeah. into them and weren't sort of just the shell. Yeah, of, he's, of a, he's so a, many. So, um, and I believe Enigma was one of his books. And then, mm-hmm. uh, what was it about Man Who Changes Shade or cannot remember the title but it, it was a book that i just found out about last night um and i was thankful that uh, cliff led us to that and because 
this book number one that came out of Image Comics, The Discipline, this week, was very sexual. So sexy. Uh, <laughs> it, it was it was more sexual than uh, Sex Criminals, which is sex infused with comedy, and more sexual than obviously I think uh, the title Sex from Image Comics, uh, which yep. is. I and a lot a num- of sex, and sex. Yeah, I know. Yeah, this is such a waste of the title. Anyway, uh, the discipline starts off with sex. Starts off with sex. Monster and sex. At first, they they chop it up into so many different panels that you're like, I have no idea what's going on, but for some reason, it feels erotic. And then you yeah. can kind of make out a butt. Yeah, and <laughs> yep, <laughs> astute observation. Yeah, I was like, uh, I think um, that's you can a butt. Kind of make hey, out man, a butt. That looks like a butt. Uh, um, I want that to be like, a, <laughs> like a, just a, on a soundboard. And then you can kind of make out a butt. <laughs> um, and then you can kind of make out two creature faces that yes. are facing each other. And boy, it sure looks like they have sex and scratching backs. And they're it's just like basically the Navi, but a little creepier with like cat eyes. So there's a blue blue Navi. And uh, Aristotle's going to go move his car because here at Meltdown Comics, we have a very small parking lot with a number of people who use it. So he's going to go move it for Mr. Jamie Iovine. But Eddie and I are going to talk. So Eddie, let me tell you yeah, about this tell issue. Me about um, basically, the Navi are lying on top of each other, and then they revert back into sort of their their human um, identities, uh, which we have um, the female protagonist, who is the quintessential sexually repressed nerd um, girl, who mm. is also very capable in her her craft. She's active. She goes out jogging, but then she meets a mysterious stranger. And uh, his name is Orlando. He kind of looks like Orlando Bloom. Um, and when she is at a uh, art gallery, she is looking at uh, Goya's depiction of uh, the satyr, which is a, a classic piece of art. Um, and they they show the the comic version of that of that image where a maiden is just in the woods and clothed in like a sheet. Um, and there's a, like, pan-looking satyr that is, uh, finger-banging her. That's what's, uh, going on. And, uh, <laughs> and that is, uh, Cliff, this is what, this is what Cliff would later point out to me is, uh, Peter Milligan's expertise is the mixture of the, oh, and Aristotle is back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Peter Milligan's, uh, expertise is the mixture of low culture and high culture. And so when you stop and think about depictions of sex and art, um, and you go to very famous people like Goya, um, you can then also show the just... It, it Sex is one of those things where it's like, it's one of the biggest driving forces of, of, of human nature, and it deserves the very high-class depictions in art. But then when you really stop and think about it, it's a very... It's also a low culture thing. It's like anyone can do it, and it can be dirty and messy and sweaty and and uh, and, and just gross and slimy. Well, and when so, you put it that way, yeah. And so, yeah, right. You can look at it through either a glass half empty or half full sort of thing, and that's what I feel like he does best. Is he shows some very high concept understandings of it but there's also an element where this female protagonist she being the sexually repressed being 
um, gets passed around by the two like different creatures, one of which is trying to initiate her into the discipline and welcome her. And you're like, I have no idea what this is. I just know that it involves sex beforehand. So I don't know if this is... Th- this is basically what happens in this issue. It titillates you and leaves you with questions that you assume are going to be answered in the second. Um, and so uh, there is... Orlando, who looks like a human, but then we see him as kind of one of the weird cat-like Navi people, and then... um, She's she's one of them, too, right? Well, that's what I don't know, if they're, like, doing, like, a flashback, if, like, after she has sex with him, then, like, whatever, maybe he impregnates her, or, like, there's an identity shift where she becomes a creature, and that's what being a part of the discipline is. But then this this satyr that they're really trying to keep her away from, this the 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 stalker as they call him, just like busts through the window when he's like trying to sort of protect her. Um and uh and then the satyr beats Orlando. It's it's sort of in this like fever dream she's having of getting drowsy and probably being an allegory for a date rape drug. And then the the satyr gets a second with her. I don't know if that's all he needs, but then she wakes up. and So there's these two beasts that are both just looking to have sex with her. One of which makes it seem like there's some noble cause that could come from him having sex with her. The other is just like, just wants to rape her. Um, and it's kind of so. I had weird feelings yeah. afterwards. There's a lot yeah, of stuff that I'm like, I'm not sure what to do with this. Yeah, it's just a very like, <laughs> oh, is this like trying to titillate me with rape? Is that like something it's trying to do? And with the the like high praise that Cliff sang and the like aim that it sounds like Peter Milligan could have. Uh, it reminds me of Neonomicon with Alan Moore where the female protagonist that happens but then the story of like what happens afterwards yeah you know is is him depicting her not at is Alan Moore depicting her not as somebody who's like I'm broken because I was raped and this is a hard thing but the fact that she doesn't allow herself to be a victim yeah and there's so much more story that goes on after that so that's where maybe I feel like this could go but yeah Aristotle you, uh, you shared a similar, like, I don't know, after Confused, that. but also just confused in that, like, again, I expected it all to be filled in later, but they're, it seemed like very... They're withholding the answers. Withholding, but it also seemed like so much happened very quickly. Like, I've, oh, I, yeah. I don't think it was ever established, or maybe I missed it, and just don't remember it, because I, I read it kind of quick. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but I didn't totally realized that she was married and it seemed like she's like yeah. very quickly was on board for cheating on her husband yeah. <laughs> like there was no conflict yeah that there. that was one of the things was he Orlando this mysterious stranger keeps the, saying like stop bringing up your husband and tell me about all the things in your life but don't 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 mention your husband that's just weird I'm I'm who <laughs> I'm who you're going to right now for sex and like when they first meet though you're he's like I'm gonna very, see you in two days awkward. and then yeah. she's on like talking about him already and then they have a date like there was no oh yeah running into again she it, it was very so freely talking with one of her friends about this other like sexual stranger yeah. in Orlando so I it, it's I mean I'm a guy I'm, I'm yeah. like a straight white guy <laughs> reading comics and I go okay this 
this feels like something I feel like I've heard the masses be like, this isn't cool. But then it's like, shut up. You don't know anything. You're going to find out that it actually is pretty cool at the end and (laughs) empowering. And I just go, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll read it. I'll be along for the ride. Not really too titillated by rape culture. This is one of those we need to come back to. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, all it does is it gets, I feel like it's either going to rise out of you of like, ah, like, what is this? Like, or, or, ooh, I really like this. I don't know how you could read it. I was just "Eh, mostly confused by what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't give you too many answers. (laughs) It, it, it throws out, hey, this is the discipline. That was my issue with it, that I'm like, what? Are you trying to establish like you but gave me that's why you read the next issue demon sex yeah hot hot demon sex yeah I guess it, it it's honestly like the furry community on steroids was the way that they were like oh yeah you don't know what either race of these like weird blue red green demons are it, it could also very much be a uh, a twilighty Fifty Shades of Grey kind of thing oh that's what I yeah, yeah. I mean the cover is. A girl in glasses with a professional-looking blouse getting undone by this, like, creepy, long-fingernailed hand, and you see her brassiere. <laughs> so, maybe I'm not the target audience. It's a bra. Brassiere. Um, Salinas? Salinas? Anybody know about Salinas? <laughs> like, boosty caca. It's a bra. Please, go further into this. I know. Go on. Educate well, my white bread self. Have you seen Selena? No. Selena Gomez? Selena no. with Jennifer Lopez? No. You've seen Selena, right? It's the movie that made her. Yeah, it is. Please, educate me. So, you know Selena? I've seen, I've seen, I've seen like, promotional art. You live it's, in L.A. You've seen Selena. It's a biopic of the movie. Of okay. the movie. It's a biopic of Selena uh, Quintanilla? Quintanilla. Hmm? I mean. singer who won yeah. a Grammy. You guys are showing a lot of faith in me. Watch it. Okay. It's a good movie. I'll watch it. I'll take. Only, I'll, I'll take your 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 praise of it. It's a good yeah. movie, but I've only like I've seen it so many times because talk to anyone who's seen it so gone to times. high school out here or yeah. has like a Hispanic female in their life. They'd do anything for Salinas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. If you ever go on a date uh, I, I, with, I mean, if for any reason. You go on a date with a uh, Hispanic woman. I did. Selena and tacos. I did once, and tacos wasn't there, but Tapatio came up. Yep. And then when we were on the dance floor, she did Uh-oh. this like wavy tongue dance at me. I don't know what that is, but okay. I don't. Yeah, I thought maybe it was unique to her, wavy but it was tongue a dance. yep. It was like a. It was like a. You know when it's like come here with your like pointer yeah. finger. She was doing that with her tongue. Oh my. Awesome. And I went, this is interesting. <laughs> and I, I proceeded to dance. And I think it's something about like how just straightforward white I am that yeah. sometimes appeals to to anyone that's not white of just like, that boy is like... <laughs> but how do I corrupt him? <laughs> it, it, well, that's, yeah. <laughs> that was more the white people were like, he's so innocent. Yeah. We need to corrupt him. The white Power Rangers? He might be the bridge that unites all the races if he's too nice. Speaking of all the races. Uh, yeah. They're represented in uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number one by Kyle Higgins and Henry Prisieta. Yes. Um, following uh, up the number zero issue. Uh, this was good. Um, it goes more into uh, uh, the Green Rangers uh, origin. Mm-hmm. Um, him still dealing with the... Uh, 
fact that he's trying to he's he's still trying to find his place in the group. Um, yeah. uh, everyone's accepting of him, but he he keeps having these visions of uh, Rita, um, and not the like disciplining, sexy ones. <laughs> I mean, that's a different set of fan fiction. Yep. Uh, but he's you know he's he's trying to figure out what what's what's going on pretty much what why yeah. why he can't get shake this feeling why why he can't break from her well they're hard reminding you and that was a good question because when we were talking about on xsn yeah. it's kind of like a where does this fall within the timeline and the timeline is yeah a reminder he's a creation of rita yeah yeah so this is right after he's turned yeah uh, zordon is welcomed her. yeah him into um, and the, the, the rest of the team has, but is still hesitant. Yeah, to, I think to this is the first him. time we see Zach has an issue with. Yeah, it's, it's, there's the, something going on with Zach too that they don't. Yeah, that I really oh yeah, there's about. like a issue at home thing kind um, of thing. But and then uh, they was? have like a danger room type of thing. Yeah, which is really rad. It was um, very cool. They have like a pocket dimension that they go into to train, where Zordon creates like scenarios. Yeah, and. Um, and it was sort of like a, a Kobayashi Maru simulation in which Tommy could not, yeah, uh, could not actually win. Yeah, it was more. And of he a, was feeling really bad when he came out with that. Failure. It was more of him trying to see how he dealt with failure than than to see right what. So what there's strategically there was he too would many do putties to, to yeah. for him to save the people that were simulated, um, and they were. I don't. They were just devoured. They weren't yeah. turned into putties or no, anything like no. that. And then when he comes out of simulation, after the entirety of that simulation, he's hearing Rita be like, "You're doing exactly what you're designed to do, which is fail." Yeah. Um, he's like, "Man, this sucks." And he wants to do it again. And he blows off a coffee date with Kimberly. Yep. Dun dun dun. <laughs> yeah. It was a really great issue. Um, in it, they show all the different covers. Um, is it for this issue or ones to come? Um. Because they they show it, and our own Felipe Smith was was featured as one of I think Emerald Con. Uh, he's getting a cover for Power Rangers, so so many different people are jumping on board. I think there was like oh, like, like? twenty four different ones. Uh, we did one. We had one actually in here. Yeah, uh, Cena Grace did ours. That's uh, pretty great. Uh, Fat collectibles. There it is. It's right there. That is badass. Um, he's gonna be doing a signing with us on Saturday, so that's really cool. Let me take a look. You mean at today? It. Yes. Today, as <laughs> this episode comes out, uh, oh, I've seen it. Kimberly and and Tommy embracing. Yeah, actually, Jason David Frank, who plays the Green Ranger, uh, re- uh, Instagrammed it. Really? Yeah, he's the only one he's Instagrammed. That's and I was fucking excited about it. That's I was pretty like, yes. rad indeed. <laughs> so wait, it sounds like. This is a little bit of a uh, super-powered Hannah Montana thing going on. Uh, I, the Felipe <laughs> cover isn't in here, huh? Super-powered Hannah Montana? Yeah. I'm just trying to bust y'all's balls. Okay. Because I don't... Oh, yeah, you're not on the Power no, Rangers train. You're not a Power Ranger Because um, you're 24, 3? 23, going to be 24. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't... I guess I was there. I don't know. But also, yeah, now, at this point, it's uh, it's just got to be either I... Cannot was care it, about it because yeah. then I'm just going to be missing out on was stuff it, and was be it, sad about it. Was it so. because you felt like you had like Mighty Morphin had had its time and then like you never I, got into any of the Power Rangers? There was Power Rangers when you. Were I like Bow. I like Beetleborgs. 
I did too. I, I, I didn't really draw enjoyed party Beetleborgs lines. because I didn't draw party lines. Those kids worked at a comic book store, or mm-hmm. they like hung out at a comic oh, book yeah, store, and true. like fucking, I was like about that. And then secondly, they were kids that were my age, and third, they hung out a ghost mansion, yeah, that... like with the monsters. And then finally, the ghost genie granted them the wish of becoming like yeah. a Beetleborg. The ghost genie who looked like uh, uh, something out of Pee Wee's Playhouse combined mm-hmm. with uh, Jay Leno. Um, so I somewhat recently last, so last, much to last that, thought that on fantastic. on Power Rangers. Last thought, very last thought. Uh, great start, it's great. Kyle it's Higgins the, all, doing great. Yeah, uh, the writing's um, solid. Still very very um, modernizing these these characters. Yeah, uh, from the nineties. I so think doing a, a good adaptation. I almost feel like I learn what it's like to be a teenager from reading that with attitude because <laughs> it's yeah with attitude. <laughs> Um, uh, Bulk and Skull have a, a YouTube channel that yeah, they, they uh, they're like really trying to subscribe for everyone. Yeah, that they do throughout um, the issue. It's just a Power Rangers YouTube channel, um, uh, so that's interesting. So before I go and I have to start my shift uh, here at Meltdown Comics, Meltdown. I wanted to actually um, I have two very quick things: uh, Green Lantern issue number fifty. Um, that's right before Rebirth happens for everyone. Mm-hmm. Big key issue where. Hal and Parallax come to blows with each other. And a thing that I always thought could happen happens at the very end of the issue um, in which Hal pushes his own limits to understand what power he actually has with this new ring gauntlet of, of, of 12, the energy of 12 rings. And a uh, big transformation happens to him uh, won't spoil too much, but the uh, subtitle of the next arc to come or, or something for the series to come, it's called Deconstructed. So a very big thing happens. I was really happy with it. I really want to see where this goes because I feel like they've finally got it all to come full circle with this big um, this big uh, uh, blows between uh, Hal and Parallax. And then... So is he becoming part of the... Figure out the next Spectrum? issue. Yeah, you'll, you'll figure it out. Yeah, there's a there's a pretty cool transformation. The other thing that I wanted to do a shout out to was uh, Spider Man Miles Morales, Spider Man with uh, Mr. Bendis on the helm, uh, issue two, because of the very last uh, part of it where it gets extremely meta, and um, and we have similar to what we talked about Bulk and Skull on the YouTube channel. There is a, a fan of the new Spider Man. And she's uh, particularly a fan because in the battle um, with this big black demon, um, part of his mask gets ripped off and we see that, uh, hey, Spider-Man has brown skin. And the internet just blows up at how cool he is because he uh, has brown skin. And Miles doesn't feel great about it. And uh, his friend, his new uh, compadre, is basically like, hey, why do you look so glum? And he's like, I just... I don't see why it's a big deal that I'm the Black Spider-Man. I don't even want to be known as the Black Spider-Man. I want I want to be Spider-Man, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I think that that was really, really awesome. And I actually mm-hmm. love when there's commentary and it doesn't have to be about, like, oh, I'm a joke. I'm a jokester all the time. Joke, 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 joke. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. when we have those issues where Iceman is like, well, if you're gay, I'm gay. Or something like this where it's like, it's great that everyone's celebrating that there's a Spider-Man of color, but... I, like this feels weird to me, the Spider-Man yeah. of color, because I want to be Spider-Man. I want 
there to I want everyone to see the heroics I'm doing, not just like me because it doesn't matter I'm who's black. under the mask. Exactly, it's and I thought that that was like God damn it, and this is issue two. This is such a cool thing <laughs> that's happening. So um, I had to I had to tip my cap to both of the the big parties because they did really well in terms of like the high points of of key. Um, key characters that looks really awesome or that sounds really awesome but also this cover is really awesome yeah him holding cap him holding cap shield um where like and and uh peter comes up and he's like you know you you just you just can't use that right (laughs) you get that it's like not your thing to use right and then peter was like oh i gave you my blessing didn't i and then miles is like yeah is that okay or like do you do and he's like well like can i change my mind i don't know i'm like not allowed he's like yeah whatever like peter's like He's like, God, but your your costume's cooler. Spider Woman's costume's cooler. <laughs> so it's interesting because it was very like Peter only appeared to be like, man, I'm like a little less cool. But it was because he was like, yeah, I, it's true. Um, that made it me go, okay, that's classic. Yeah, anymore. that's that's classic Peter. I'm being su- like, yeah, my suit's got a light on it, and it's the an web LED wings light. are back. The LED. web armpits are back. I got. I put LEDs on my suit. This is uh, Derek Vandermillen, uh, I am underscore DVDM, uh, uh, signing off, off uh, because Mr. Francisco just threw something at the window to be like, hey, GTFO, we're so I'm going to leave. I didn't even notice. All right, let's get out of here. Have a great week, and we'll see you at Meltdown Comics. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Hey, thanks for picking us up. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at Meltcast. We occasionally tweet some things. And while you're at it, follow at Meltdown Comics. They're awesome, and you can keep up with all of their sales and events that happen every day.